Welcome to the Wounds of the Faithful podcast, brought to you by DSW Ministries. Your host is singer, songwriter, speaker, and domestic violence advocate, Diana Winkler. She is passionate about helping survivors in the church heal from domestic violence and abuse and trauma. This podcast is not a substitute for professional counseling or qualified medical help. Now, here is Diana. Hello, everybody. Instead of asking how you're doing, I'm going to rephrase the question and ask, how's your mental health? Are you holding it all together? You're having a really hard time. I get it. I've been having those same feelings and thoughts. I just take it day by day. But I'm glad that you're here. We are going to talk about mentors. And do you need a mentor? How to find a mentor? What you should be looking for? And I'm going to talk about my mentoring services and what I have to offer. I was listening to a podcast coach the other day on a, I think a Facebook post. And I'm a part of a lot of podcasting groups. Um, We all support one another. But this coach said the other day that you're supposed to jump right into the content and not do any small talk or talk about yourself. And I was kind of like, what? One, everybody else does it, right? Two, this podcast is an outlet for me. I need to talk to somebody besides Brian and my co-facilitator. <laughs> Three, I hope that you care about me as a person and that I'm not just a content producer for stuff to consume. Yes, I understand that you're busy. We're all busy. But if you don't want to listen to my intro and my updates, then you can fast forward to the content section. I won't be offended. I'm interested in your life and what you have to say. I want to hear from you and what you want out of this podcast. So my solo episodes I usually use to update you on what's going on with me, what's going on in the podcasting world. Yes, I talk about my birds a lot. (laughs) If you don't want to hear about the birds, tell me. I've said this before. Or you can fast forward 10 minutes into the episode. Oh, and then this person said that you have to be really energetic and animated and I'm just going to be honest (laughs) this is this is the way I am I'm not super energetic I don't have that kind of a personality it depends on who I'm with like if you know if I'm next to an energetic person or outgoing bubbly personality then Yeah, I might get a little more energetic. I have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. I wake up tired. I go to bed tired. Maybe you can relate. (laughs) So, I'm a calm, low-key person. I'm not usually bouncing off the walls. This is my authentic self to you. So, if I'm boring and not entertaining, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of other shows with people spazzing out and bouncing off the walls that have had too much coffee. Maybe that's what you're looking for. I'm not offended if you go to listen to those other shows. Maybe I'm not the right fit for you. Um, I'm just bringing this up because it's got under my craw this week. I'm just trying to be myself, trying to bring my real self to you guys and not pretend to be somebody I'm not. I think there's enough craziness out there. And I think my listeners need calm, organized, 
And that's what I try to bring to the show. My guests, I bring a different variety of guests on the show. And I feature my music on the show. My music, yeah, definitely more energetic when I do my music. When I'm at my gigs. <laughs> so tell me, tell me what you think about that. I am open to more feedback from you guys. I'm very active on Twitter. I post on Facebook, but nobody sees my posts. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out Instagram, but um, you can comment on YouTube. You can email me. All the stuff's on my show notes every week. Um, you can sign up for my email list. I don't put too many updates out for the email list. I only send you an email when I think there's some something you want to know about. Anyway, this is my podcast, so I'll do what I want. <laughs> and we don't talk about cancel culture on the show, but this week, you know, I noticed there's a war against evangelicals. And I've wondered if that's why I don't get as many listeners. I had thought of changing my title description to Christians in general, or just faith-based, but, you know, um, I help evangelicals heal. I am an evangelical, but that doesn't really define me. I'm a Christian, a Bible-believing Christian. I say that I'm evangelical to differentiate that I'm not of a different theological perspective or belief. But I'm pointing out the issues with the evangelical church. I'm promoting change in the church. I know that the evangelical church has a lot of issues, a lot of sin going on. I'm not going to take a hit for the evangelical church. If they're doing something they shouldn't be doing, I'm going to call it out. I will take one for Jesus any day. I didn't sign up to take one for a church. Maybe you feel differently. And I won't take one for politics. So that's why I don't talk about politics here. Twitter's nuts. They, they want to cancel Jesus. They want to cancel Christianity, evangelicals, Israel, free speech. And that's nothing new. I mean, they've been canceling Jesus since he arrived in Bethlehem. You know, they've been canceling God since, you know, the beginning of time. Of course, they've tried to cancel Israel. Um, and they've been always trying to cancel the Bible and faith. That's called persecution. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about um, a couple updates really quick for me. And I've got over my rent for the day. <laughs> um, we do have new birds in our yard. We talked about the lovebirds. But... There's a new bird that has been upstaging the lovebirds, which is a cardinal. We were in the yard one day, and I had asked my neighbor if she had ever seen cardinals in her yard. And she's lived here for a long time. She said no. And apparently they're the king of the birds, right? And never had seen a cardinal... I've lived in Arizona since I was 10. I've lived here a long time, never seen a cardinal. I've seen them in Virginia. Anyway, we were in the backyard doing yard work, and I turned around and I saw a red cardinal, male cardinal, in the neighbor's tree. And I turned to my husband and said, quick, get the camera. <laughs> There's a cardinal in the tree right there. And he was just hopping around and... He ran into the house to get the camera and then it was on the, then it was on our wall and <laughs> I 
He doesn't sit still for very long, so I was kind of like, hurry up, take the pictures. Well, he had gone into my my neighbor behind us and then on his front wall. And I thought, oh no, we're not going to be able to get that picture. Uh, but my husband bought this new camera when we went to Israel. And it has this incredible zoom. And so he was standing in our backyard and using this camera to take a, a zoom picture of the cardinal on the neighbor's front wall. And it came out really good. And uh, so I made a video, I, I think, um, the backyard fun on my YouTube channel. I've been updating um, the birds on that video. Whenever we get a new bird, I will add him or her to, to the birds on that video. Um, just because it's fun. Anyway, my neighbor was across the street in the park and throwing the ball for her dogs. And she texted me and said, I just saw the female cardinal and it's across the street from you. And it's, it was on the wall. And so we were like trying to sight the female cardinal and it's kind of like a, like a, a light brown color, but you can't miss the, the crest on the head. You can't miss it. And sure enough, I was in the kitchen and I was looking out our bay window and saw, saw her at our feeder. She was at our feeder. And so I'm, of course, screaming at my husband to go get the camera. <laughs> and she went into the tree and then she was on the wall and then she was gone. And <laughs> told Brian, I said, she's gone. We missed her. And then later that day, I saw her again on the wall, but I didn't have my camera next to me and, and she don't sit still very long. <laughs> anyway, we were really super excited about our new birds. Other updates in our backyard. I'm doing my spring planting. I was in the yard all day yesterday, transplanting my tomato plants and planting new, new vegetable seeds for summer. I mean, it's it's not even April and we have to get them in the ground before April hits or it's too late because it's already really hot here in April. And we bought three new trees because three of our trees died during the, the summer heat last year. And so we bought two Moringa trees and we bought another mulberry tree. We have, we had a mulberry tree that died and I was going to go out there and rip it out of the ground and I I saw that it had some buds on it, and so I started watering it again. Hopefully it's going to live, but we went and bought the other mulberry tree, which is a female, and it bears fruit, and so does the uh, moringa tree. In fact, the moringa is very, very nutritious, and so we've been digging holes and planting trees and doing our part for the earth, so... Fag <laughs> Brian's out there right now digging holes and um, our soil is very difficult to dig. It's clay and sand and caliche. So you have to soak the ground before you can do anything. Uh, so he's out there with the shovel. And um, hopefully he'll be done planting those trees today. Um, other updates. We applied for our LLC. Um, Brian does graphic design and as you know, voiceovers, and we do the music. Now that I have the podcast, um, there's a lot more liability involved than there was before. And Brian had done some logos for some bands, and they were trying to put them on their website without um, his permission. And we had to kind of call them out on it because we saw it on their Facebook page and on their websites. That's a copyrighted, trademarked, um, logo that you're using there. So we had to ask them to pay for the logo. And so I mentioned to Brian that we, we should get an LLC. So if there was any litigation that somebody isn't going to take our house from us or anything else that <laughs> we, we hold dear. Um, and then the, the final update that I would like to tell you about is that I'm going to be recording more music for my new album. I haven't I haven't published anything 
probably since 2013. I've written stuff and I've recorded things, but haven't polished them off or um, finalized or mastered anything for, um, for an album to be released. And I've decided to, to do that this year because of the, the podcast. And this is going to be a, a concept album for healing. Yes, it's going to be um, about abuse and trauma. Namely, it's going to be a, a healing album. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to do a separate podcast on just music, on the healing power of music. That will be my next solo um, recording, my next solo podcast for you. Well, we'll talk about the healing power of music. I will talk a little bit more about my music that I'm going to be including in this album and maybe some stories behind it. Anyway, on to the show and on to the content. If you fast forwarded, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> um, so we're talking about mentors today and how to find one. Do you even need a mentor? Now I'm going to tell you the honest truth today. I'm not going to blow dust up your skirt or um, give you the wrong information or try and sell you something. I'm going to tell you the truth because I want you not to be bamboozled or scammed by what's out there. Because this kind of industry lately has exploded and there are some good people out there and there are some people out there that just want to take your money. So good thing you have me, your good friend, Diana, who's going to help guide you through this. So what is a mentor? Now, the definition has been kind of blurred depending on who you talk to, but my definition is someone that comes alongside you to guide you in your life. Someone who has been there before. And this is in all aspects of your life, usually. Now, a coach, my definition of a coach is someone trying to teach you a specific task or helps you through a specific goal or has expertise in one industry or um, skilled in one area and you need help in a specific area. And you'll hear stuff like certified life coach. It's pretty much up to you to decide if what they're offering is what you need and it's of value to you. So it's not regulated. So you need to know that up front. There is no licensing board, even though there are websites out there that say, well, I'm a certified life coach. Well, what does that mean? It means that somebody, some organization has some sort of a credentials that they'll check to see if you have credentials or that you've studied uh, their curriculum and you've checked these boxes. So I don't really know any specific ones that I can speak about, but I'm just telling you right now. There aren't any national certifications across the board. So anybody can put up a shingle and say that they are a mentor or a life coach. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'm not, I'm going to try not to bash, <laughs> bash the industry too much, but I do want to make sure that you have the correct information and you know the truth. So if you're stuck somewhere and you need help, you need accountability. Yes you need a mentor or a life coach. If you need a kick in the pants, if you need motivation to get started, yes. You know, maybe if you are pretty independent and self-driven, somebody can give you assignments to do every week and you would do it. You don't need too much hand-holding. You just need some direction, somewhere to go. You do need to have time to devote to it. There is no point in hiring a mentor or a life coach if you're not going to do your homework. I tell that to my Mending the Soul group. Mending the Soul technically is not mentorship or life coaching, um, but I tell them that if you, if you don't have time to do the work, then it's not the right time for you. So let's talk about what you should be looking for and you need to write these down. These are important. Number one, the coach or the mentor needs to have life experience, specific life experience 
in the area that you need help in. This might sound like a no-brainer, but there are lots of there are a lot of coaches out there that they are the jack of all trades, master of none, and everything is very vague. They just want to coach everybody. I've heard a couple of them this week that were really like unicorns, rainbows, and glitter, and not a whole lot of substance. You know, learn how to fulfill your true potential. Learn how to get rich and how to get past, past those stumbling blocks and reach your full potential. How to stop having fear. How to move past your fears and how to be successful. That's a big one. How to be successful in life. Okay, those are, those are great things, but they're too vague. Success means different things to different people. I consider myself to be successful, but I might, to other people, I might not because I'm not super wealthy. I don't drive a fancy car. I don't have a fancy house. Um, I'm not famous. It doesn't mean I'm not successful. <laughs> My idea is that, hey, I've got a job. I've got a wonderful husband. I have pretty nice, I think it's a nice house. I love my house. Um, I'm not really healthy. I wish I had better health, but you know, I'm a musician. I, I enjoy my music. I enjoy my ministry. I enjoy my podcast. I consider myself to be successful. Anyway, it needs to be specific. Um, it'd be really nice if they have education in your, the field that you need help in. So like a lot of career coaches are former HR personnel. That would be really good. You don't necessarily have to have a master's degree to help somebody. It, they do need to have experience in what you've gone through. They don't have to have a PhD or a master's degree. That's, that's nice, but so keep that in mind. So number two is that your coach matches your personality and has the communication style that you prefer. So hiring a mentor you, you should be already following them on their blog or LinkedIn or listening to their podcast or you get their newsletter, whatever. You should already be familiar with them and be familiar with what they do and how they communicate. We were talking about personalities earlier. You know, some, some people are very animated and bouncy and talkative and dynamic and then others are, are very maybe more formal maybe more quiet maybe laid back and casual so make sure that personality you get along we talk about clicking with somebody and there's there's nothing wrong if you don't really vibe with somebody it doesn't make them a bad coach or a bad mentor it just means it isn't the right fit for you so Pay attention to that. Do you think you can talk to this person and get along? Number three, there should be a free getting to know you session before you purchase anything. Okay, it's usually like a half an hour, 45 minutes, maybe an hour. With that being said, come prepared with questions. Um, don't, don't waste time because it's, it's free that they're offering you this time for free. Come prepared with what your goals are. What do you need? What are your questions? So you can get the most out of that free session. Number four, you need to agree with the coach's policies and their schedule. Read their paperwork. Most coaches have on their website or they will give you paperwork to read before your free session. Read it. <laughs> that sounds like a no-brainer, but how many times have I heard, I didn't know that you don't offer refunds. I didn't realize that you don't allow rescheduling. There shouldn't be any of that kind of talk going on. Um, you need to understand what are their payment or financial policies, like bounce checks, insufficient funds, refunds. Are you able to reschedule? Some coaches will and others will not. Number five, confidentiality. Your stuff needs to be kept private. So if I'm hiring somebody for financial, I don't want people 
knowing, you know, what my financial standing is. I have a, a coach mentor for my, my retirement. I give him a lot of financial documents that I don't want spread out. You know, if you're hiring uh, a mentor or a coach to lose weight, I'm sure you don't want, you know, how much you weigh blabbed about. So make sure they have confidentiality policies in writing. Some subjects, they have to follow laws. They have to follow laws like, like for a, a financial mentor. So make sure they're following the laws in their state or your state, wherever you're doing business at. Like for myself in my mentorship, I'm a mandated reporter. So I have to report any kind of child abuse, any child endangerment. That's the law. I could go to prison for not, not reporting that. Okay, so look look on Google for scams, illegal practices for this person, uh, criminal records for this person. Make sure that the person that you're hiring is on the up and up. Number six, here we go, provides value for the price paid. Okay, I'm going to go on a rant with this one. You will see prices for mentors, $1,000, $5,000, $10,000, and that's a lot of money. <laughs> Don't pay these kind of huge fees unless it's somebody like Oprah or Tony Robbins or usually the only ones that can get away with that are the uber famous people. If I hire, let's say Fred Astaire, <laughs> if Fred Astaire was still alive, well, I'm going to pay a huge amount of money for Fred Astaire to teach me how to dance. Yeah, I can see paying him five or ten thousand dollars <laughs> because he's Fred Astaire. He's incredibly incredibly talented wrote the book rewrote the book on dancing um so don't don't pay these huge fees i've had a lot of mentors a lot of good mentors and some bad ones the most i've ever paid for a mentor was 250 dollars i think maybe 300 for one and it doesn't mean that they were they were not good they were some of them were excellent and some of them some of them were not um, I had a career coach that I hired when I was looking for career coaches because I was out of work and I needed help with getting a new job. There was a spectrum of coaches and, and this one guy, he was, he was really nice and, but his prices were really high. And I told him, I said, I know that you are probably the Cadillac, the Ferrari of career coaches, but I don't, I don't have that kind of money. I'm out of a job. I'm sure that you're a great coach, but um, I need to find somebody that I can afford. And it might be somebody that's maybe starting out in this industry or maybe doesn't have as many degrees behind their name, <laughs> whatever. But, um, and I did find a career coach that was, was really good and, and she was affordable. Yeah, I've had, I've had more than one music mentor. I've had several music coaches. Um, my most recent um, vocal coach was very expensive. Um, I transitioned out of classical music and church hymns into rock and roll and blues and um, secular entertainment when I um, married my husband and we started being in bands. And I had no stage presence at all because in church you don't, you don't, well, in my church anyway, we don't walk the stage. You don't do the meaningful arm gestures. You didn't, you didn't do that. You stood behind the pulpit. You did not have a handheld mic and you would just sing. So that's great for a classical artist. You stand there and you sing your, your Mozart aria and that's expected of you, but it doesn't really translate into the other genres of music. And so also, my, my voice is very smooth, and I don't have any grit in my voice, so <laughs> um, I went back to voice lessons to get get more coaching. Um, so I learned how to do stage presence, and I learned how to sing other genres of music. Yes, I did have the basic techniques. I knew how to sing. I just had to do a different style of singing. And so, yes, it was very expensive but he he did offer connections and 
recitals and he had so many resources and that were very valuable to me. And so I did a compromise. I, I just took lessons for the summer. It was like three months. And so I went every week for three months in the summer and, and I'm still learning. I'm not saying I've arrived, but I had the tools at least to practice on my own and be able to do some, a few different genres of music. So uh, that cost, it cost a pretty penny that I, I think um, probably play, paid a thousand dollars over three months. Next, I wanted to mention what exactly is offered. Make sure that you know exactly what you're paying for. What What's included? Is it a lot of stuff that you're reading? Is it a course that they're going to give you and they just meet up with you once a week or once a month? Um, does it include emailing back and forth or texting? Do you get guarantee? Do you get extra bonuses? So make sure you have in writing exactly what is offered. Some of these folks, it's more fluff than substance. And if you get in the first couple, the first couple meetings and you're not really sure what you're learning here or they're not really helping you, then you need to find out really quickly. So obviously doctors get paid for their education and experience, liability, board certifications. So that's why they make that kind of money. Yeah, I've had lots of mentors. I've had, um, my first mentor was an artist, did pottery and painting. Um, I've had music mentors. I've had a mentor that was a librarian. She was a life, life coach. Um, I've had computer teachers, a very excellent computer teacher, by the way, um, that taught me how to do my WordPress site. Real estate courses. I went to school for real estate investing. I spent 10 grand and I went to school for two years for that and had, um, had a couple mentors and that's a very long story, but I lost my shirt twice. Let's move on to how to be a good client. Be honest about your needs and your skill level. Don't tell them that you're an expert or you're advanced when you're not. Be honest where you, where you're at. They can't really help you if you're not being realistic here. Come prepared to sessions with your assignments completed. Okay. We talked about this before. Next one is to be on time for your, your coaching session. Don't be that guy or gal. No shows, no calls are unacceptable. Okay. Don't be that person. You're going to be late or you're sick or whatever. Make sure you're calling or texting or emailing. Next is be engaged at your session. Um, eliminate your distractions. It's ideal that your, your kids and your pets aren't running around the room asking for your attention. You know, you shouldn't have your phone in front of you with Facebook or Twitter or um, the TV on in the background. You should be in a quiet spot so you can focus and absorb what you're getting. I mean, this is valuable, hopefully valuable content that you'll be receiving and they're taking time out of their schedule to meet with you. And that's really discouraging when, when I'm coaching or mentoring somebody and they don't really seem to be interested or they're, you know, squirrel, be engaged, pay attention. <laughs> And don't be that person who reverses charges on the credit card. I'm assuming if they accept credit cards. If you have a disagreement or a misunderstanding with your, with your coach or your mentor or a course that you bought, um, try and work out those disagreements. That all goes back to uh, making sure that you've read that paperwork that you signed. That is a big deal because they're going to point out what you signed. Okay, but try to work out disagreements. Um, don't just go and reverse charges. That's the very last resort. So no ghosting your mentor. Now, if there's a serious problem, ask for a refund like I did. This isn't working. Can I please have a refund of the unused portion? Don't, don't expect a refund from the sessions you already had. That's really unfair because you, you still took up their time ask for a refund for the unused portion. If, if there are no refunds, then transfer to another person. Maybe let's say if you're going to do music lessons, 
say, hey, I, I'm, you know, this isn't a good fit for me. I'm going to transfer the lessons to my niece or nephew. Most coaches um, would be okay with that. So I'm hoping that those tips or hearing my experience with my mentors and uh, my coaches, my experience is helpful to you. Hopefully you won't get scammed. Hopefully you'll find somebody to help you that will change your life or get you to the next level of where you want to go. Well, this is a great time to do that because we are, our state is open now as far as the pandemic is concerned. Uh, my governor um, removed the mask mandate and we are an open state, I think just like Texas. So we don't have the lockdown anymore, but the rest of the world still does. Um, most people are doing mentoring on Zoom. And um, so this is a good opportunity. I don't want to leave without telling you about my mentor program and what I can offer. I do not have a course. I was thinking of doing a music course down the line. I just haven't had time to do it. And people have been telling me to do a course, create a course for, um, for abuse. Um, I don't really feel that courses are appropriate for what my goals are or what's appropriate for for my clients because each situation is is so different and unique i don't think a course a general course would really would really be a good idea i think it would be too cookie cutter to be valuable and i don't want that so what i do is I am a mentor for abuse survivors or people that are going through abuse. And my, my mentorship program is one-on-one -on -one and I customize it for each person. It truly is your program. You come and tell me what your needs are, what you're struggling with, where are you at, and I create the program for you. And yes, it's a lot of work and it takes a lot more time, but I believe it's a lot more effective than oh, I'm just going to create a generic course and oh, I'm just going to create create this general thing and then you have to follow my, my program when it doesn't really fit your needs. So I try and make my mentoring affordable, pay as you go if you need to. So I have, I have packages and you can also pay by the lesson. Uh, my mentoring is very specific. I am not a general life coach. I am not the jack of all trades mentor. What I do is I help people get on their feet and start their new life after leaving an abusive situation. I have also guided people on how to leave an abusive relationship. So I help with everyday practical things, rubber meets the road stuff, things like moving, finding a lawyer, going to school, getting a new job, parenting challenges, um, money issues, emotional support, accountability. Again, this is what you need, then that is all I do. Like if you just need career advice, then I'm going to refer you to some of my friends who are career coaches. And I have a, I have a list of people that I can refer you to if I don't meet your needs. That's what that one-on-one -on -one is for the meet and greet to make sure that I'm a right fit for you because I'm not, I'm not really good at career counseling. <laughs> I've lost a lot of jobs, but um, that's not something I, I enjoy or not very good at. Can I help you write a resume? Yeah, I can teach you how to write a resume. I can, I can help you get prepared for an interview. Yeah, I feel confident in that. Um, but other than that, if you need more advice than that, then I, um, I'm going to have you talk to my, my gal over here. That's a professional in that area. Um, so like if you need help with 401k and retirement stuff, again, I have a guy for you. That is fantastic. Now, if you need somebody to help you create a budget, because you have no idea how to manage your money because somebody else has always done it for you. You don't know how to do money. Um, I'm good with my personal finances, yes. I can create a budget. I can help you um, learn how to manage your money in a practical way. Um, how to save money, how to um, be thrifty, 
Yes, I can do that for you. Legal, I cannot counsel you on legal matters. Okay, if you're trying to get legal counsel on child support matters, then I have to refer you to a lawyer. So I can't give you legal advice. I am not a counselor. Let me rephrase that. I am not a licensed counselor in my state or country. So when we talk about this with mending the soul, that um, in my small groups, we make it very clear we are not we are not counselors and we are not mental health professionals. So if you have you have drug addiction, if you have suicidal tendencies, if you have mental health challenges, I cannot counsel you in those things. So I will refer you to somebody else that I trust to help you with those things. Okay, we can work together as a team, just like mending the soul. We work as a team with doctors, with you know, halfway houses, with mental health professionals, with pastors, as a healing team. And that's, I'm fine with doing that as a mentor. So let me tell you my qualifications. If you haven't listened to the podcast, um, listen to the podcast. You'll know what my expertise is. My qualifications are, obviously, I'm a, a certified by Mending the Soul to lead Mending the Soul healing groups. I am a abuse survivor of multiple abuses, multiple abusers. I have been there and back. <laughs> I am a Christian in my mentorship. I mentor from a Christian worldview. That doesn't mean I'm going to evangelize you or force you to believe what I believe, but I'm going to come at it from a Christian worldview as opposed to a secular worldview. Again, I consider myself to be successful. I have been where you are. I wish that I had somebody to guide me through when I left my abuser. I thought I was the only one, and I was pretty much on my own to figure it out for myself. So when I got out, I decided to help others. How do I leave my abuser? What do I do when I get out? How do I how do I function in this world? I don't know how. I remember when my um, a family member got divorced and um, they didn't know how to read a map. They didn't know how to write a check or balance a checkbook. They had to learn those things. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in theology. I've been to school several times for other industries. I'm a licensed and certified nationally and by my state as a pharmacy technician. I'm certified in Medicare, Medicare Part D. Those are professional licensings. So yeah, my expertise is a lot of life experience, a lot of compassion and empathy for those that are going to go through this, just like I did. Let me end with the requirements for my program. I don't take everybody. Again, it might not be a good fit for you. It might not be a good fit for me either. I can't possibly help everybody if I don't feel that I can help you. But maybe I might know another mentor or, or coach that would be available to help you or be a better fit, then I will I'll do that. But I do have requirements before I will accept somebody because I, I have a very busy life, just like you do. And my, my life is very scheduled, so I only have a few slots. And that's not, a, that's, that's not a sales tactic. If you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know I hate sales. <laughs> sales of any kind. That's not a, a sales tactic. I literally, I could show you my schedule and show you I only have maybe, right now, slots for two people. Um, but my requirements are, one, be under the care of a counselor or completed a Mending the Soul group first. So before you come to me to mentor you, I want you to be under the care of a counselor. If you have any of those things I mentioned before, you've been through extreme trauma, you have mental health issues, you have health issues, you have you know, suicidal tendencies, any kind of addictions, um, I want you to have a counselor on speed dial. It doesn't mean you have to forever go to a counselor, it means 
yet you've had to have seen one that's trained in trauma. It's trained in abuse. If you don't know any, I can find you somebody. I also suggest that you go through a Mending the Soul group. It doesn't have to be mine. It can be somebody else's group. It probably will be somebody else's group because um, I have a waiting list usually to get into my group. I will refer you to somebody that has an opening that you can join a group. I require that because the principles that I talk about in mentoring, I need you to understand those beforehand. Um, I need you to be committed to action and willing to work. So if you ask me to help you escape from your abuser, you had better be committed to doing that. The people that I've helped escape from their abuser, fortunately, were committed to following through with that. Because a lot of times in this industry that I'm in, um, they'll stop in the middle of the whole thing and they'll change their mind and they'll go back to their abuser. That's your choice. I'm not saying that I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm not. But don't waste my time because I want to mentor people that are willing to follow through with the decisions that they make. I'm going to hold you accountable, so you need to be willing to, to be held accountable for these choices. Because when you stop in the middle of this and you don't follow through, that, makes, that puts you in danger. That puts you in a lot more danger because now your abuser knows that you intend to leave. And it's going to be a whole lot harder to get out because you don't have the element of surprise anymore. So I say that up front. I do not allow any refunds due to the nature of my mentorship. There isn't any way to measure your satisfaction guarantee. There really isn't. Because your situation is different than mine ever was. There's all these different variables, learning capabilities. Um, so that's why I offer packages. Small packages, medium-sized packages, big packages. Okay, you can view those on my website. So I don't allow refunds. So once you buy the package, let's say it's four sessions, you buy four sessions. You want to work on a few things with me. Okay, you got to be committed to those four sessions. Um, if you come to me in session number two and tell me, well, I don't want to do this anymore. I'll allow you to transfer the sessions to somebody else. Um, I will give you a credit for the future. Like, say, I don't want to do this right now. I'm going to wait, you know, six months to a year. I'm not ready to do this right now. I'll definitely credit you for those two sessions that you didn't use. I have no trouble doing that. But I will not give you your money back. Because of further reasons we talked about. Because people change their mind in this industry because they are usually not committed to the decisions that they've made. So, again, I'm not here to tell you what to do or to run your life, but I have bills to pay and I have valuable time that I'm spending on you. So, the fact that I don't offer refunds that eliminates the people that are not serious about changing their life. You may agree with me, you may disagree with me. That's okay. So yeah, you can transfer it to somebody else or um, if you miss because you're sick, yeah, um, I'll credit you for a future class. If you told me <laughs> ahead of time that you're not coming, no shows or no text, no phone call, no email, then um, I'm not going to give you a credit, obviously. So there's there's no sales gimmicks again. There's no, this deal is only good for today. I don't do that. Okay. My prices are on my website. If it's too expensive for you, I have a pay-as-you-go. You can pay for one session at a time. If you're not sure if you're going to like the way I mentor you, that's okay. We can pay as you go. That would be probably what I would suggest if you're not sure or if you have trouble committing. <laughs> so yes, there's never any cheesy sales funnels, but wait, there's more. Nope.
I'm very transparent and authentic, hopefully, for you to decide if Diana is the right mentor for you or not. If this sounds like it fits your needs, then let's talk. I would be glad to sit down with you, get to know you, and find out what your story is and see how I can help make your life better, help you to get out of your horrible situation, help you move on from I'm paralyzed by the, the myriad of choices and the overwhelm of starting over. That's mostly why people don't leave is they don't want to start over. And I will tell you right now, it's probably going to be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. It was for me. There are very few events in my life that was harder than leaving my abuser, but I wish I had done it sooner. That's what I would, would leave that with you today is I wish I had done it sooner. But I am here for you whenever you're ready. No pressure. Um, so sign up for a free consultation. Um, you can go right on my website under mentoring. You can see the prices. You can schedule um, your meet and greet with me right there on the website. If you just want to, to chat and get your story off your chest, I'll do that for free too. You just want to talk and we'll go from there. I would love to meet you and, and get to know you. So I know this was a long episode, but I felt it was necessary to, to tell you about myself and see what kind of value I can bring to the table, give you some tips. Um, so I hope to see you next week. Um, again, we've got some wonderful guests coming on the show. And again, you want to tune in when I talk about music as well. I think you're really going to enjoy that. So until next time, remember that you're no longer a victim when you choose to take action. So take that action today, okay? Do, do one thing, just one little thing, okay? Just for me today. All right, God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Wounds of the Faithful podcast. If this episode has been helpful to you, please hit the subscribe button and tell a friend. You can connect with us at dswministries.org, where you'll find our blog along with our Facebook, Twitter, and our YouTube channel links. Hope to see you next week.